For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. WSB is Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there. Severe, severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, Shep and him. Tell me about the master play. Oh, my Lord. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.07, after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T. Chuck screening the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Straight ahead, uh, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. We're discussing, quote, an outer space anomaly spotted by the uh, world-famous NASA Kepler Telescope. Um, basically theorizing that there is a large alien-built structure circling a distant star 1,400 miles away. Uh, the theory is that this structure uh, that circles the star is like basically huge solar panels that a uh, an alien civilization is using to get energy for their for their use. It's it's a huge story. If I mean again, this is just the theory. Um, but I tweeted out the story. If you want to uh, check out the story exactly, at, at Mark Arum, M A R K A R U M, and please get uh, Squid Phase going as the hashtag. That's fantastic. <laughs> I cannot stop giggling about that. <laughs> so uh, we're just discussing aliens. Why the hell not? Art Bell on the Mark Arum Show. Nick's in Mayretta. Nick, you're on the Mark Arum program. Hi. Um, I I definitely think there probably are aliens but they would never, they haven't come to us. And so stuff like ancient history kind of like makes, makes like assumes that ancient humans were really dumb and couldn't do all the stuff that they actually did. Give me, what do you, uh, give me an example of what you're talking about. So stuff like with the pyramids where they think that aliens would have had to make it, but really we have stuff showing that we have, we have actual records showing that they, that the Egyptians made them. What about, well, the, the Jews made them for the Egyptians. You're welcome. Well, um, was, Jews nugget! <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what about, You're like, welcome. the, uh, the, uh, the, the markings, you know, and the, and the hieroglyphics that, you know, suggest that they were visited by aliens? Well, we have, there's actually one example of when a, a civilization thought they found, thought they saw aliens, is the when the Spanish came to South America and confronted the Incas, the Incas thought they were basically aliens because they'd never seen horses before, they never saw armor before, they had guns, and yet they thought they were these alien god creatures. Mm-hmm. And that's how they got taken over. <laughs> because yeah, they, basically. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. But have you seen the show Ancient Aliens on History Channel? 
Yeah, I really, really don't like it. It's it. It's entertaining for a while, and then you realize yeah. you're, they're never giving you answers. It's no, just they like, only go so far as to ask questions. Yeah, about they're like, "Well, could that have happened? Maybe." Like that's the basically every show is like, <laughs> "Is it possible? I don't know." Like, yeah, but after a while, it's like, "All right, you know, nothing's going to come of it." Mel's in Loganville. Mel, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, how's it going, Mark? What up, Mel? What's up? Uh, okay. Um. Kind of had the time to wait and write down some things. So first off, uh, as far as aliens are concerned, uh, who knows? They possibly have the capability to uh, travel not necessarily faster than light, but actually be able to bend time space as a as a necessary function. Uh, just like we can um, build a road to get from one part of the planet to the next, we they can, can you know construct a, a wormhole mm-hmm. but uh also there was a, a gentleman that spoke earlier talking about um life on mars as well as you um that's a two-year trip and yeah definitely it, it takes a toll on the human body as well as the psyche but um back to aliens for per se um who's to say uh that they don't exist we just don't know because they haven't made like a grand appearance for for every person on this planet, and we're reaching somewhere close to seven billion. Mm-hmm. For every person on this planet, they have bacteria on their body every day, whether they take a shower or not. So let's say each body is a galaxy. That galaxy possesses hundreds, of not hundreds of thousands of planets, suns, moons, meteors, asteroids. Uh, and speaking of which, it's all relative. Uh, it's all relative. It's absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's possible for species to exist in all kinds of uh, environments. We know that just from our planet alone, from the studies that we have conducted. And, you know, um, there's nothing to say that they don't exist, but because they haven't actually made a... a appearance. Like Exodus, like, yeah. you know, like District... Real, real quick, Mel, you, you be, this is an awesome call. Do you think that the government has knowledge of alien interaction? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you on that, too. Mel, Absolutely. great call. We got to run. We got to get to Sanjay, but I do appreciate it. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now, 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 it's time for Who Would You Rather Be with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the sooth seeker, the truth sayer, the asker of the unanswerable questions. He is Little Sanjay. He joins us most Thursdays on the Mark Aram Show to ask us unanswerable questions. You are welcome to play along in our car. Welcome to the show, Sante. Would you rather get free food at your favorite restaurant for life or a free car for life? And you get a new car every year, basically like Verizon for cars. So free food at my favorite, whatever restaurant I want for life. Whatever restaurant for or life. Anything on the menu. Anything. and Or a free car for life. And I get, I get a new one every year? Yeah, and, I, and I'm going to go ahead and put a cap of like... Half of your annual salary on that car, you know, like like price wise. So for me, uh, that would be a four hundred thousand dollar vehicle. Yeah, basically. Okay, all right. And for Longo, it'd be you know an Uber. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's a tough question. I eat a lot. I'd have to do the math on that. Like what? What's a what's an average car payment? Uh, a month. I mean, like my. My truck's expensive, but my truck's three ten a month for okay. five five years. Mine is more than that. 
Yeah. Um, which shouldn't be. I'm paying too much for that thing. Yeah, you are. Well, I didn't buy a brand new. Why didn't you get a brand deal? New. I bought it's it a used. Lease. Oh, oh um, worse. I've, I'm tempted to take free food for life at yeah. my favorite restaurant. I think I would I would make money on that deal because I could Cause, you could I listen. I drove that Jeep. You know, I still have the Jeep. I can only right. drive that, so I don't need a car. Obviously, food's a necessity. Yeah, a car. I could buy a. I'd be 400 pounds. Piece of though. crap. A two thousand dollar piece of crap. I think the toughest it. part of that would be determining my favorite restaurant. Because you, know, you only got it at that one yeah, restaurant. Exactly. I would pick the Marietta Diner. Yeah, because there's so get, many yeah, options. Oh yeah, it's like a Bible. I'm going to go with. Uh, it's like a Bible. <laughs> it's like a Bible of food. <laughs> the menu. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to go with unlimited food at my favorite restaurant. I got to go food. Yeah, yeah food. Yeah, you know me. All right. All right. Would you rather win the Nobel Peace Prize or an Academy Award? Would I rather win a Nobel Peace Prize or an Academy Award? I would, uh, if I could pick what Academy Award, now, see, I would say Academy Award if I could say it's best actor. You know, that means I've yeah, been in a movie. Yeah, for like, if it's for lighting, if yeah, it's exactly. one of those ones that they give away before the show ever yeah. starts and nobody knows <laughs> right. about, like, Costume design. Yeah. I think there's more prestige, even though the, the Nobel Peace Prize is kind of, you know, they've had some stumbles. I, I'm going to say I'd rather win the Nobel Peace Prize. I, th- I think there's more perks to the Peace Prize than there would be to Academy Award. Yeah, and I think you get a million dollars, too. Yeah, th- th- there's that, but I'm no, just No, really? Thinking, the Peace yeah. Prize? I'm doing that, then. Yeah, I think you get a million bucks with the Peace Prize. Yeah, you don't, you don't and I get... just think you'd, 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 uh, you could make a ton of money just giving speeches. People would pay you just for your opinion. It wouldn't be a lot of work. That's a good point. It'd just be a lot of travel. You, really, like, you could just movies, rest on your laurels the yeah, rest of your life. Yeah, like movies, you still have to work. Yeah. You know, weird hours and, you know, nah. Like, uh, what's her name for my cousin Vinny won an Academy Award? Right. She's still having to work. Yeah. Yeah. I figure if you, once you win the Nobel Peace Prize, you probably don't have to work yeah, anymore. You're wrapped, you've, you've wrapped up a good career. Yeah. Longoria? Yeah, I'm going Peace Prize. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather never get sick ever or have a million dollars in the bank, but you get a cold every two weeks? Hmm. Whoa. Every two weeks? Never get sick ever. Or you get a million bucks, but you get a cold every two weeks. A million dollars is not worth getting a no, cold every two weeks. No, I'm with weeks. you on that. I'm with you on that. Now, if he said 50 million... <laughs> I might reconsider. Yeah, but every two weeks, being having I mean, being it, getting a cold sucks. Yeah, and then now I need to know like the severity of the cold. But still, there's by and the you're gonna time have that the recover, rest of your life too. Yeah, by the time you recover, you'd get so sick of it. <laughs> it would be like that water torture where they just had drip. Yeah, hit your forehead and it's okay for a while, and then after a while you want to slit your throat because you can't take it. Anymore. And you know it's coming, right? You know, like oh, I'm gonna get sick again in four days. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, I just no. I, and a million dollars is not enough. For it's me a, to do. a million dollars is a lot of money, but like I'm forty, you're thirty-seven, yeah, ish, thirty-six ish, thirty-eight, thirty-eight. So you know, let's say we have forty years apiece left. Yeah, That's getting sick. Of and it'll probably kill you quicker once you get older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, no offense, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. old folks go because they, they get the common cold and it turns into pneumonia. Yeah. I wouldn't figure every two, nah, I'll stay healthy. I'm cool. I don't need the million yeah, and dollars. The, and the positive is you're you're healthy the rest of your life, yeah, too. I'd much yeah, rather do I'm, that. I'm going healthy. All right, yeah, we're all going got, that. Yeah, all right, good to. question. Next question, Sanjay. Would you rather be Ted Cruz or Ted Turner? Ooh. Ted Cruz or Ted Turner? Um, money wise, obviously Turner. 
But he's oh, he's got to be close to 80, right? Oh, yeah, he's really old now. But he owns half of your homeland. He does own half of my state. That's why I don't like him. He's like the Moses of Montana. Oh, my God, he owns so much um, up there. Ted's Montana Grill, too. I don't really don't want to be Ted Cruz. Um, but yeah, I'll have a longer, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but I think I, you have more fun at ten, as Ted Turner. You have more money. Now? But he's, yeah. he's but he's eighty. Yeah, I how mean, much fun are you going to have at eighty? At what do you, do you got? Like money? five good years left, probably. And what are you going to do? I mean, the money doesn't do you fun any good. you've ever had in but, your five years. But Ted Cruz isn't having fun either. It's not like yeah. that guy's well, a party he, animal. For him, he, he's having a blast. <laughs> I, I, he he loves that stuff. But. Yeah, but he's not. You know. Not like the Ted, <laughs> not, not like Ted Turner probably was in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. Was, you know, uh, I'm going Ted Turner. Without that way, I can leave money to my friends. You guys will be taken care of for life. Um, I can go chill out in Montana. I'll, I'll gift your your folks a bunch of land. Land back. I yeah. can get some land back. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. I'm down with that. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down with that. I'm gonna be Ted Turner. Can I wait and see if Cruz wins the president? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Does. Spoiler alert. Okay. He's not winning. Yeah. I'm gonna be Ted Turner. I'll, I'll go Ted Cruz. I'd I I, I think okay. I'd, I'd have I'd have more interest in his life now. Yeah, and you've got a longer Ted, life than Ted Turner's is right now. So I go Cruz. Son, uh, Longoria? Ted Turner. All right. Uh, final question, Sanjay. All right, this one's good. Would you rather be arrested for a DUI or for soliciting a prostitute or another <laughs> prostitute in your case? <laughs> oh, say that again. <laughs> would I rather what? Would you rather be Would you rather be arrested for a DUI or for soliciting a prostitute? Wow. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> That's tough. Nah, it's easy. Here, if I yeah, did, here, well, I'm going to tell you why it's tough for me. I'm yeah. losing my job either way. I think. But if uh, I if I get easier with a DUI, I think if I can. get stopped with a DUI, I'm definitely losing my job. Really? Yes. You think you'd lose your job quicker over DUI absolutely. versus a as prostitute? a traffic reporter? Absolutely. Oh hell, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> as a traffic reporter, <laughs> I completely forgot about getting that. Getting a DUI. Part. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I don't think I'm say I, I don't think I'm keeping my job if I get a li- I don't think arrested for either. soliciting a prostitute. So then either. you just got to think which one's worse, just for your the rest. You Here, know. here's what's worse. DUI is worse because I'm putting other people's lives in danger. Right. Get like there's no doubt about it. Right. Like I could kill people if I'm drunk. If you're driving. just with a prostitute, you're putting your life at danger. But the odds are. My wife would stay with me after a DUI. Right. I don't think she'd stay with me after a solicitation of a prostitute charge. Boy, that's that's tough. I'm getting fired either way. I'll go DUI and keep my wife. That's what that's what I'm gonna go. DUI. Single me would have went with the prostitute, but <laughs> engaged. No, I really would have. Because no one's gonna care. If I was, listen. Yeah, yeah. If this was a year if ago. If you're Buford. Yeah. If this was a year ago before I met. <laughs> if this was a year ago before I met Hot Neighbor, I'd, I'll take the prostitute. Sure. No big deal. But now I'm I'm with you. I gotta go DUI. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. You'd I lose. Wouldn't mess you'd lose up. your yeah, I'll lose fiance. It. Yeah. I'll lose. I'm not yeah. losing her. All right. You're taking DUI Longoria. I'll take a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. They have more fun. You're gonna get in trouble anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you have a that. little bit fun at it. You, you don't know? think Leslie'd be like, "What the hell?" Dude? Oh, I'm sure she would, but <laughs> she'd be, "What the hell?" If I got a DUI too. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Those were amazing questions tonight. They were. Yeah, good were job. Good. Yeah. Well done, Sanjay. Follow him on Twitter at Silky the Luckbox. Uh, we're gonna come back. We'll, we'll wrap up some aliens calls. Chuck's got to tell his uh, alien sighting yeah, story. Dad. His dad, uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is 
Throwback Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. To the streets below On a freshly fallen silent shroud of snow I am a rock Mark Aram. I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. All right, welcome back. This has been too much fun. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We need more lemon, please. Marco and Lilburn. Marco, welcome to the Alien program. How are you, sir? <laughs> Good. How are you guys doing? You ever seen an alien? Uh, no, but sometimes some people look like aliens. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of alien-looking folks around town. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. What are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, that's interesting, you know, because, yeah, after I listened to you guys' show, an hour later I listened to Coast to Coast on uh, XM. Oh, do you really? Oh, yeah. Is is oh, it yeah. uh, George Norrie still? Uh... George Norrie, yeah, he's still hosting it, yep. Excellent. Yeah, and it's not just, you know, I mean, he has a lot of alien stuff, but it, it's great that, like, you know, he's got doctors on there, uh, you know, uh, economists, uh, scientists, I mean, he just talks about everything, which is great, you know, it's not just aliens, but, um, but yeah, I think, um... I guess I think they come around, but, you know, since we're shoot first, I don't the, think they want to come around here. The, the problem is, Marco, no offense, you're probably too short to see the aliens. <laughs> like, the aliens, are gonna, they're going to be like, they're out of your visual range. Cause well, E.T. was short. You know? Yeah, that's right. You could look you in the eyes. <laughs> Marco, got to run, brother. Thanks, as always. Nancy and Bruce, hang tight. We'll get to your calls after the news. Loti's going to tell us his family alien stories. Johnny Kilboss is going to join us with a fast food review. I mean, we just got a, still a ton of stuff to get to. 404-872-0750. I tweeted out a picture of what I look like as an alien, courtesy of uh, executive crazy. producer Floyd Hillman. <laughs> at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-N. Throwback Thursday, Simon and the G-Funkle. It's the Mark Aram Show. When my thoughts escaping home, when my music's playing home, when my love lies waiting silently for WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center is on alert. Alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Greetings and salutation, Mark Aram listeners. It's Big Buford here. I'm not actually in the studio, but I am hungry. Do you got any food I can eat? Slow down. You move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down. Welcome back to the show, 1135, 25 in front of midnight. Mark Aaron with you till 12. Tomorrow on the show, Pablo Francisco, comedian and impersonation guy. And a dude, uh, I forgot his name. He's an actor from Public Morals on TNT, a show that I love. He'll be on tomorrow night uh, show as well. We're discussing aliens here on the Mark Aram Show. An amazing story out of NASA. I've tweeted it out at Mark Aram. If you want to check it out, it's on WSBRadio.com. Basically, um, maybe the uh, the strongest possible evidence of alien life life um, was found by the uh, Kepler telescope from NASA, uh, 1,400 light years away. And as Glenn Burns tweeted at me, we're seeing that as it was 1400 years ago yeah people don't realize so what we're seeing on the telescope 1400 light years away is what it was 1400 years ago so basically that's our version of time travel yeah so imagine where we were 1400 years ago man 
you know, 600, 600 AD. 600 AD. And these guys have a solar panel yeah, going around their solar star. God knows what they got going on there exactly. now. Holy exactly. Exactly. So it's pretty it's pretty amazing. So we're discussing aliens tonight. Why the hell not? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Nancy in Smyrna. Nancy, how are you, dear? I'm fine. I'm intrigued in what you're talking about tonight. Um, my sister and her husband lived at the Park Tower in Birmingham, which was, uh, they have a penthouse condo, and um, they saw a UFO, uh, and uh, it was a confirmed sighting with the local police department. They actually did maneuvers over the valley in front of them. How long ago was this? Uh, 35 years ago. Oh, wow. And what did they say about it? Well, they just said it was confirmed, but that they were checking into it. That's all they got. No one was abducted or anything like that. Oh no 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 no! They ju- it was just a sighting, and they, and but they they came back. They they circled around and did like maneuvers in front of them over the valley of downtown Birmingham. Interesting. All right. Did they take pictures? Oh, oh, oh no 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 no! Yeah. Well, I'm sure that the authorities did. Yeah. But uh, we never, you know, it was just one of those things that came and went, you know. Nothing ever came of it. No, not that I know of. In your, all your years of law enforcement, you never saw anything when you were out and about? Uh, <laughs> I saw a, a lot of weird people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no weird aliens. No, no. All right. In fact, uh, it was funny, but uh, New Year's Eve, it was really strange going down Peachtree Street from an entirely different perspective. Because I had been one of those, uh, you know jolly revelers myself uh for a few years and then being on the other side you know on the law enforcement side of it it was really whole, weird whole different perspective all right absolutely nance thanks as always buddy okay i love on your show thank you dear bye bye chuck uh your family sightings let's get before i forget yeah Just, real quick so my, my dad used to log when he was in college and there was a windy road there in a he, wait, he used to do what when he, he was, was a logger oh, okay he they, they'd go up in the mountains for two, three months at a time, and, I mean, they're in these, like, these one-room shacks. There's nobody, no electricity, no nothing. There. I saw a movie about that. Uh, yeah. I, well, they had sheep, and it was it? it was him and Heath Ledger. <laughs> Keep going, so I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. I, I, <laughs> so, so I should have known that was the movie you were talking about, because there is a, a really good movie about a guy out in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. 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 So your dad's You're up in a shack in a mountain. Back. Yes, he's in a shack in a mountain. But anyway, um, no, as he was driving up the that windy canyon road on one side... Uh, double sets, um, double sets of lights. So, like, it would have been eight, you know, stacks of so four mm-hmm. across and four across. On the other side of the canyon, so about a hundred yards from him, on the other side, th- were floating in and out. So that, so they would go. It was behind the trees, so you'd see that the lights go behind the trees, and it was just floating across. Now there's no road, there's no nothing over there. Floated, and then it came. It maneuvered itself out of the trees and kept floating across where the trees weren't going in front of it. So it gotten out into the clearing. Mm-hmm. And then in an instant, just gone, just shot down the canyon and lights went out. Yeah, him and his buddy were out there. And he said, he goes, we were freaked out for days, like never seen anything like it. And they're stuck in a mountain. Yeah, so the next next day they went back over there and they went across to like see if there was like anything they could, a a track where it bumped a tree, anything like they got, they stood right there and they pinpointed right across and they went, nothing, couldn't see it. But yeah, he goes, I watched it for, he said it was maybe about, Maybe 30 seconds, it floated across sure. and then moved around. And then my mom saw one. Uh, she was out smoking cigarettes when she was a candy striper at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was dusk. And she said it, it wasn't really a disc, but the, the, the lights were very perfectly oriented um, in kind of an oval. 
and she it was it came across and she looked up and she nudged the lady as they were smoking and it, and it hovered and as soon as it got over the horizon then it just like a shot it took off straight into the basically straight into the sun where we couldn't see it anymore and that yeah. was it and she goes look i know it's crazy but that's what i saw i would that imagine was, it's easier to see things like that in a place like montana where there's yeah. less um artificial light mm. you know and the sky is clear and all you know well plus it, you can't blame it on it you're like that's really abnormal yeah like well there's a lot of light pollution you're like oh maybe my eyes are yeah i don't know there's no planes where there's no airports where they're at there's sure. no anything there's no military in those areas so, so both yeah. all right so both of them claim they did pressure's on you both your parents yeah are you're, you're, you gotta step up you gotta step that up bruce is in canton bruce you're on the mark aram show hey mark thanks for taking my call my pleasure sir hey man uh yeah, I think I saw aliens, but it was, of course, after about a half a bottle of MD twenty twenty. What flavor? <laughs> it was a great. <laughs> nice. uh, you don't want to drink that, man. Love or, the Mad you know, Dog. I once, I once had an aunt that I couldn't tell if she was an alien or bipolar. <laughs> but uh, two different things. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Two different things: aliens and bipolar. <laughs> um, yeah. What um what I called about the hey man, you want to amend amend your uh your uh, thing on the car, you know, or the restaurant, because, man, if you had a car worth $400,000, you could rent that thing out and, and still eat at every restaurant you want. You but here's, I mean? all right, so here's the deal. So the car was free, though. This is going back to Sanjay's Would You Rather. So let's yeah, say yeah. I get a $400,000 Ferrari, whatever, for free. I'm still going to have to pay insurance on that. What do you think insurance is on a $400,000 car? Oh, man, come on. That's, uh, depend on your age, man. I bet you, uh, you're paying about three, four hundred dollars a month just for the insurance. I'm sure. Oh, right? more than that? God, it's got to be more than that. A four hundred thousand dollar car? Yeah. What do you pay for yeah. insurance right now on your Durango? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't pay. One hundred and fifty bucks. I pay one hundred thirty-five a month. Yeah. All right, so one hundred thirty-five. I think I pay like two hundred a month. So yeah, I'm paying like ninety-three bucks for two cars. Yeah, but a four hundred thousand dollar car? That's got it's it's go well over a grand a month, right? Close to yeah, it, I'm sure. I, I guess. Yeah. Man, so I that would actually wind up costing you money, I think. And I'm not lending out my four hundred thousand dollar car to anybody. I'm sticking with eating at the Marietta Diner every night. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. <laughs> Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. We do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Art Bell. I'm <laughs> wrapping bacon, and I'm here for the taking, brother. We are Art Bell tonight. A little Art Bell-esque, but that's all right. We like to have fun. You Have yeah. you ever seen uh, over the plains of Ohio? Have you ever seen a, an alien aircraft or spacecraft or anything? Uh, well, when you're from Jupiter, everybody's an alien, Mark. <laughs> I understood. That's what I'm talking about. Understood. All right, so what's on the menu tonight, my friend? Happy half-price chicken wing day at Sonic. There's still time to get on down there. If they're open until midnight, it's half-price wing day because they're bringing back their chicken wings. Except they're not chicken wings, but they're calling them chicken wings. They're boneless wings, Mark. They're more like nipple nuggets than chicken wings. <laughs> nipple nuggets? nuggets. That's he just talking. ruined it for me. <laughs> nipple nuggets. Now, uh, statistics show, Johnny, that the boneless wings are more popular with the kids these days than the, the bone-in wings that we grew up with. I'm, I, 
I like them. Don't get me wrong, but why do we have to call them boneless wings? I guess Nugget went out of style a long time ago, but they're not wings. They're breast meat. Yeah, they're, that's you true. Know, 100% white meat. But Sonic's got them in different flavors now, limited time only. They're little. They're, they're Nugget Nuggetlings. They're, they're littler than your average Nugget. You know, yeah. Garlic Parm, Honey Barbecue, Asian Sweet Chili, Buffalo, Island Fire. They're not bad. You know? And they're half they're price. Half I mean, price, shoot, half price, price, Johnny. What are you going to do? Yeah, so they they rolled out a bunch of different flavors, and uh, they're giving them to you for half price. There's a funny; they always have funny commercials with those two dudes sitting in a sitting in a car, and they're talking in German this time. I thought it was funny because I speak fluent German, but uh, that, really, they have, they're speaking German. Yeah, it's, you know, they got subtitles though, so people can follow along at home. All right, so listen, we had a caller yeah. last night. This poor lady went to uh, Burger King in um, Decul, I think. Tried to get right. the Halloween Whopper, and they said they're no longer serving it. How the hell right. does Burger King have something called the Halloween Whopper and pull it off the shelves before Halloween? Unintended consequences, Mark. I said, I'd say to say it backfired on them, because the only news you hear about the Halloween Whopper isn't about it going into your mouth. It's about coming out of you. And so, what the, so the green poop got right. them to pull it early. They took it, it took over. It went viral. That's a shame because it's not. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's you know, it's an unintended side effect, but it wasn't like right. painful. It's not painful and it's not harmful. But uh, you know, now these fast food restaurants are going to have to hire somebody, especially to see what happens on the way out when they're it's, you know experimenting <laughs> with new food. I'll be that guy. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Longoria is volunteering. School analyst. <laughs> Longoria. You know, they should have just if they would have just taken my advice. From the beginning, and used pumpernickel bread instead, and used cream cheese instead of A1 sauce, and called <laughs> it the pumpkin nickel. It's right there. It's Why cream cheese, though? Movie, you know, whatever. Why cream cheese? Because so doesn't cream cheese go with pumpernickel? What else goes? Whatever goes with pumpernickel. Yeah, that goes with A1 it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Every time you say the word pumpernickel, I keep thinking of Jennifer Griffey's asking when, I, when we were eating the Whopper. She's like, is that pumpernickel? Is that pumpernickel? When it sperm meets egg. It tastes better than that A1 concoction that, you know, it's the food dye, by the way. Yeah. People, the, the big mystery behind it. There's so much food dye in it that it just, it, you know, if you took a flashlight and shined it inside of you, you'd be glowing like an alien. So it's going to be. Uh, so we're not going to see this next year. Then that that was a one oh, and no, done. No, we're thing. never going to see this again. <laughs> Burger King is hoping that this will fade from our memories by That's, by uh, Thanksgiving. They should have spun it in the you know. Like. Yeah, you think? I mean, Burger King's got a sense of humor. You think they would have like promoted it? Like you can't mark if you're if you sell food, you can't mark it. Poo. <laughs> You just can't. Have green poop for Halloween. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It would be like perfect. Like, like any any boy Slimer. between the age of 10 and 16 would want to try oh, yeah. just for that. Call it the Slimer Burger. Yeah. Uh, it comes out green. Ne- it is a never-ending treasure trove of comedy. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they wanted. And it didn't really taste good, if you ask me. Well, it was, you know, I prefer the regular Whopper. With an extra toasted bun. Exactly. Brioche. All right, Johnny, we appreciate you as always, and... It's the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kielbasa. At Johnny Kielbasa. Appreciate you, brah. It's a brah. Johnny Kielbasa and the Fast Food Review. All right, we got one segment to go. Taylor, Nina, Annie, hang tight. 404-872-0750. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. 
This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Good throwback music tonight, Simon and Garfo. Who chose that? I have no Who idea. Who chose that? Taylor's in Bethlehem, uh, Bethlehem, Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, what's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. How are y'all? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, not much. Um, so, reading about this story, I've always been pretty skeptical about there being aliens, although, you know, I'm readily accepting of ghosts. Um, but it just reminded me, I had this seventh grade teacher who was a science teacher, and he was convinced that we had aliens that were here to steal our stealth technology. Our stealth? They were stealing our stealth they were technology? Stealing our stealth technology. That makes no sense. I know. It made yeah. absolutely no sense. They, well, apparently they are still in their squid phase, and we are we are <laughs> not in our squid phase anymore. I know. I don't, I'm not getting enough retweets to post my squid phase, so. All right. Squid phase, not squid face. Oh, I know. All right. Just so you know. My mom texts me. She's like, why are you talking about squid face? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> hashtag squid face. No, mom. Not, not squid face. It's got to be worse than that duck face that girls yes. make. Yeah. Squid face. All right, T. Have a good night, my friend. Thanks. All right, buddy. Uh, Nina's in Canton. Nina, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are y'all tonight? What's cooking, Nina? Uh, just about nothing right now. You guys are hilarious tonight. <laughs> Thank <I'm getting> you. <laughs> okay, mine goes back to uh, the year, uh, the millennium, 2000. Mm-hmm. South Lake Tahoe. Um, beautiful, it, by the way. Yes, beautiful. It was at Christmas, Christmas time. And I'd never been out there before in Christmas. It was absolutely gorgeous. But um, anyway, we were coming back home, and we got through Reno. And then we got into Las Vegas. But all of a sudden, we had a, well, we went out there in a 1980 Buick, believe it or not. And she made it there and back just fine. But we got down into off the mountains, down from Reno, going down, you know, down the mountain, that big mountain, past the dam, and also then got in there in Las Vegas, and all of a sudden the car started acting real funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an old car anyway, and I told my husband, I said, what's wrong with this thing? And he said, I don't know. I said, oh, something's wrong with this car. It's not driving right. What's the matter with it? The lights were kind of flickering. I said, are you sure these headlights are working? But it really weird, weird, weird. And all of a sudden, it was over, um, I'm going to say downtown Las Vegas. I mean, you could see Las Vegas for miles, miles, miles. Real quick, what, what's the bottom line here? What happened? Yeah, the bottom line is uh, all of a sudden we saw um, lights coming toward us, and they'd go around in a circle. They made it kind of like a merry-go-round, round and around and around all over the place. They were wow. everywhere. How long ago was this, Nina? It's 2000. Thank you, Nina. I appreciate it. Annie's in Gainesville. Annie, you got 10 seconds, my friend. No, boys. Lying on the beach, Santa Monica, California. Just had a swim lying on the blanket with my husband. And look up, and this disc is hovering right over us. And we shouted to other people on the beach. They all looked up. Everybody's going, oh, my gosh. And five seconds later, it turns on its side and just shoots up into Foreverland. Wow. How long ago was this? This is about 25 years ago. Wow. That's amazing. I wish I had seen that. All right. Thanks, Annie. Star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? I want to give it to uh, Omar Squidface. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got to give it to Omar Squidface. fantastic. Call her Omar. Gets uh, star of the show. All right. Um, that'll wrap it up. Don't you 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who's on tomorrow? Who, who you? Pablo Francisco. Oh, that's right. And the guy from uh, Public Morals, the actor from Public Morals. Oh, okay, cool. And we'll have some fun. Uh, we'll continue the conversation now on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.